Welcome. I'm Suresh Rao, Artistic Director and Co-Founder of the Indian Summer Festival, and we're glad to share this event with you. Indian Summer Festival's podcast series was recorded at ISF 2020. In response to the global pandemic, our 10th anniversary edition moved online with 10 specially curated events. From Grammy Award-winning musicians to emerging poets, Nobel Prize-winning economists to visionary environmental warriors, this year's programming spanned literary dialogues, intellectual debates, musical performances, and interactive visual arts experiences. I'd like to thank a few institutions for standing by us in a difficult time and helping us to continue to present outstanding artists and serve our loyal and growing audience. Special thanks to our founding partner, Simon Fraser University, major partners, Langara College and the University of British Columbia, our emerging artist sponsor, RBC, music series partner, Creative BC, our funders, the Government of Canada, the City of Vancouver, Vancouver Foundation, Province of BC and the BC Arts Council, and of course, our media partners, the Georgia Strait, CBC and Spice Radio. Welcome to It Could Be Verse, Poetry for a Pandemic. For centuries, poetry has been the literary form that has told the stories of our times. Poets have been the chroniclers of our battles, the heralds of our celebrations, and the ones who offered us solace in times of need. Join me and my co-host, poet, spoken word artist, and organizer, Angelika Solomon, as we take you from Vancouver to Mumbai to Abu Dhabi, for a series of intimate readings by outstanding poets from around the world, offering us literature as shelter, medicine, and mirror. We've turned our original two-hour event into three separate episodes for the purposes of this podcast, with each episode featuring poems grouped around a common theme. Poetry for a Pandemic is presented by SFU Library. In this episode of our three-part It Could Be Verse series, you'll hear poems that broadly speak about love, reunion, and being in the world. Yeah, thank you all for, for being here with us. And um, we, we now move to a, a different emotion, uh, one of the most uh, uh, long-standing pillars of poetry is longing and love. And there are so many poems that are built on that chasm between yourself and the loved one, whether that's a romantic love or the love of the divine. Um, and, you know, there's also one of the poets um, that you meet here asks, what, what does an atheist do? You know, what kind of, you have divine love, but what's an atheist love like? Um, you'll hear different languages too. You'll hear Urdu and Punjabi and translations along with that. Um, and, you know, uh, we start with Urdu. We start with um, Shabana Azmi reading from her father, Kefi Azmi's um, poetry on his 101st anniversary. Um, and, you know, no language does love in, in quite the way that Urdu does, um, really goes for it. <laughs> and... Um, Shabana Azmi, to people who know, um, yes, they know. I need to say no more to those who don't. She is a legendary actor and, and, uh, in, in Indian cinema, and the easiest equivalent is Meryl Streep. So we're going to go to uh, Mumbai, India, which and India is in a state of lockdown now. And um, thank you, Shabana Ji, for sharing all the way from India. 
Most people know my father Kefi Aspi as a revolutionary poet, which he certainly was. He wrote about women's empowerment, he wrote about the plight of the construction worker, he wrote against communalism. All of that was a very strong part of his poetry, but he was also a very romantic poet. And that is a lesser known part of his personality. So today I will recite to you some of his romantic poems. One of them that I'm about to read, Ek Lamha, is a favorite of mine because um, it was a sight I saw every day. Every day in the morning, my mother would wear a fresh cotton sari and she would pick these beautiful har singarka flowers, put them in a little wicker basket and the two of them would sit together and have their tea, which was a huge ceremony. And it is from one such moment that Kevi has written this poem. Ek Lamha. Zindagi naam hai kuch lamhu ka aur unme bhi wohi ek lamha jisme do bolti aankhe chai ki pyali se jab uthe to dil mein doobe doob ke dil mein kahe aaj tum kuch na kaho aaj main kuch na kahu bas yun hi baithe raho haath mein haath liye gham ki sawgat liye garmiye jazbaat liye कौन जाने के सी लम्हे में दूर पर्वत पे कहीं बर्फ पिघलने ही लगे एंड नाउ इट्स इंग्लिश ट्रांसलेशन बाय पवन कुमार वर्मा अ मोमेंट इन टाइम लाइफ इज द नेम गिवन टू अ फ्यू मोमेंट्स एंड इन बट वन ऑफ दोज फ्लीटिंग मोमेंट्स टू आईज मीट एलिक्वेंटली looking up from a cup of tea and enter the heart piercingly and say today do not speak i'll be silent too let's just sit thus holding each other's hand united by this gift of sorrow bonded by the stirring of emotions who knows if in this very moment somewhere in the distant mountain the snow at last may start to thaw okay now there is a, another poem of his which actually was used in a film haqeeqat by chetan anand and uh, sung very beautifully by Mohammad Rafi and the music was by Madan Mohan it was very beautifully picturized and uh, i'd like to recite that to you Pashimani main ye soch kar uske dar se utha tha ki wo rok legi mana legi mujhko hawaon mein lehrata aata tha daman ki daman pakad kar bitha legi mujhko कदम ऐसे अंदाज से उठ रहे थे कि आवाज देकर बुला लेगी मुझको मगर उसने रोका न मुझको मनाया न दामन ही पकड़ा न मुझको बिठाया न आवाज ही थी न वापस बुलाया मैं आहिस्ता आहिस्ता बढ़ता ही आया यहां तक कि उससे जुदा हो गया मैं जुदा हो गया मैं
जुदा हो गया मैं दिस अगेन इज बीन ट्रांसलेटेड बाय पवन वर्मा सेंस ऑफ रिग्रेट वेन फ्रॉम हर डोर वे आई स्टूड अप टू गो आई थॉट शी विड कजोल मी एंड मेक मी स्टे द विन बिलोड माई गार्मेंट टूवर्ड्स हर आई थॉट शी विड सीज इट एंड रिक्वेस्ट मी टू स्टे my footsteps moved away so reluctantly from her i thought she would call out and ask me to stay truth is she did not stop me nor sought to cajole me she caught not my garment nor tried to delay me she broke not her silence nor moved to address me i kept walking slowly on ever so slowly i kept walking away so far that we are separated today for the uninitiated let me try to explain the difference between a ghazal and a nazm a nazm is one thought it's a poem but a ghazal can be disparate thoughts strung together only taking care of the rhyme and the meter i think it's peculiar to urdu poetry so this happens to be one of sirish rao's favorite ghazals and since it's for his festival i'm reciting it main dhoondta hu jise wo jahan nahi milta nayi zameen naya aasmaan nahi milta nayi zameen naya aasmaan bhi mil jaye naye bashar ka kahin kuch nishaan nahi milta वो तेग मिल गई जिससे हुआ है कत्ल मेरा वो तेग मिल गई जिससे हुआ है कत्ल मेरा किसी के हाथ का उस पर निशान नहीं मिलता वो मेरा गांव है वो मेरे गांव के चूल्हे वो मेरा गांव है वो मेरे गांव के चूल्हे के जिनमें शोले तो शोले धुआं नहीं मिलता जो एक खुदा नहीं मिलता तो इतना मातम क्या जो एक खुदा नहीं मिलता तो इतना मातम क्या मुझे खुद अपने कदम का निशान नहीं मिलता खड़ा हूँ कब से मैं चेहरों के एक जंगल में खड़ा हूँ कब से मैं चेहरों के एक जंगल में तुम्हारे चेहरे का कुछ भी यहाँ नहीं मिलता मैं ढूंढता हूँ जिसे वो जहाँ नहीं मिलता नई जमीन नया आसमा नहीं मिलता एंड नाउ इट्स इंग्लिश ट्रांसलेशन बाय पवन कुमार वर्मा द वर्ल्ड आई सीक आई कैन नॉट फाइंड अ न्यू अर्थ अ न्यू स्काई आई कैन नॉट फाइंड अ न्यू अर्थ अ न्यू स्काई इवन इफ आई फाउंड नो ट्रेस ऑफ अ न्यू मैन कैन आई फाइंड I have found the dagger that was used to slay me no one's fingerprints on it can i find that is my village those my village hearts that is my village those my village hearts let alone the embers smoke i cannot find it is no great calamity if god cannot be found it is no great calamity if god cannot be found 
A trace of my own footprints I cannot find. For an eternity I have stood here among the crowd. For an eternity I have stood here among the crowd. Not a trace of your face can I find. Thank you. The next voice you're going to hear is Sadhu Binning, a hugely important figure in the Punjabi arts community and the South Asian community at large in British Columbia. He joins us from Burnaby, Canada. Hello, my name is Sadhu Binning, and I'm very happy to be part of Indian Summer Festival's 10th anniversary. I'm reading this poem in my study, surrounded with my books all around me. And my poem is called Nastak Huna. Nastak Huna, Anadistiyan Shaktiyan, Jan Narkan Swargandi Honton, Nabar Huna Ine Hunda, Gale Ethon Shuru Hundiha, Hatam Ne. Nastak Huna, Vakri Loch, Jugga Jugandi Nindo Jagana, Angrai Lena, Te Ale Dole No, Ektazi Nazre Dekananda. नास्तक होना वक्रे अंदाज विच जिंदगी नाल इश्क करना है मोहब्बत दे नमे नागमे सिरजना खुद फुल बन के फुलानू सुंगना मैं का खलारना नास्तक होना उना अनगिनत जीवादा अदर मान करना है जानवर तो इंसान तक दे सफर्च अरबा खरबा वरे हिसाब पाया जना नास्तक होना बुड्डे मापियानू हैरानी परे सत्कार नाल दिखना हुंदा है जीवन दे वगदे दरियाच किन्ना सोना फर्जन वाया उना तुसी सबूत हो जिसते नास्तक होना बच्चानू हिकना ला ओन वालियां सदियानू गलवकडीच लेना हुंदा है नास्तक होना सिर्फ होना हुंदा है बेलोडे पारांतो मुक्त to be an atheist is not simply the denial of imaginary powers or the existence of hell and heaven. It is the beginning of the story, not the end. To be an atheist is to wake up in a new dawn after the sleep of innumerable ages, stretching your body and to see your surroundings with a fresh eye. To be an atheist is to love life in transformed manner, to create new songs of affection, to be a flower, to smell the flowers, spreading the aroma. To be an atheist is to pay respect to countless organisms during the millions of years who played their role in our journey of becoming humans. To be an atheist is to see your old parents in an odd respect, how wonderfully they did their duty in the ever-flowing flowing river of life, you being the proof of that. To be an atheist is to hold your child tightly close to your chest, embracing all of the future life. To be an atheist is simply to be without any baggage, to live in tranquility, to be an atheist. Next up, 
is Shazia Hafiz Ramji, a writer to watch and winner of multiple awards for her poetry and prose. Shazia joins us from Vancouver, Canada. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Shazia Hafiz Ramji, and I'm very happy to be a part of the Poetry for the Pandemic event as part of the Indian Summer Festival. Um, and this is the 10th year of the festival, so it's a specially, very special event. And I just want to say, you know, massive shout out to Sirish Rao and the team for continuing to have the festival despite the situation we're in and for constantly just giving me a sense of belonging since its inception and for continuing to bring us together. You know, even even a couple of weeks ago, you know, I tuned into Mohamed Asani's concert Wayfinder and, you know, I got to see my family because of it and we shared some prawns and some chai. So it was really fantastic. Thank you so much, Indian Summer Festival, for all that you do. Um, I'd like to share a poem with you today. It's called uh, Astronaut Family, and it's from my friends who left Vancouver. It's from my book called Port of Being. Um, this is a poem about people not being together and just wanting to make that happen and how we can make that happen. And so I figured, you know, even though even though there's still a housing crisis right now, it's, it's still very relevant because we're not together, but we're doing our best to be. Okay, I'll just let it speak for itself. Um, this is called Astronaut Family, and it's from my friends who left Vancouver. Growth and development sounds like something my mom used to worry about when I was little. Now I say it when applying for grants. Before that, one of my favorite dead people told me that it begins with language. Since then, I found lots of dead friends saying the same thing in different ways. It was once my mom's, then mine, then mine through the words of others, are now the words of the forthcoming Little Lemon on Hastings Street, as Kyle Luxury Homes in Burnaby. This is the quality of dust. It filters through us because we're made of it. The language, I mean. My friends know it too when they land in LA, Montreal, New York. No wonder we bought New Balance before parting ways, making excuses for the comfort worn by our grandparents. This is the quality of dust. It takes us dancing into houses and galleries until six in the morning. It keeps us here, this expensively repressed sympathy, in sneakers and secret locations that separate us. Like when I message you on Facebook and it's three in the morning, but seven for you, but you gotta go cause you're writing a condo ad for work, even in Brooklyn and Toronto. Even though it started here, where we began to love each other. And I think that we still do because we come back every summer and the smiles come increasingly quick, which is not to say that we're eager to meet, that this is a sudden light of friendship, but more than this, this is the construction of an act of love. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Joining us from Toronto, Canada, is the brilliant author, artist, educator, and land artist, Shanice Jan Mohammed. My name is Shanice Jan Mohammed, and I'm honored and grateful to be a part of this event. I just want to thank the staff and volunteers of ISF for making this event possible and for reimagining this festival online. I can't imagine that it was easy, but you did it. I also want to thank the festival for inviting me back over the last 10 years to collaborate, perform, and create with fellow artists. 
It has truly been a pleasure and a gift. I thought I would read a poem called Breaking Bread. And this poem is about the moment that you reunite with a loved one after a long, difficult journey. And I felt that this poem was appropriate for this evening because many of us feel that we are separated from our loved ones, family, friends, community, and we're waiting for that moment when we could knock on the door, ring the doorbell, and be greeted with open arms, share a meal, and break bread together. So I hope this poem gives you a little bit of hope that when the time is safe and when we are ready, we will reunite. Breaking Bread. I've been waiting for you. Sit with me a while. Dust off the dirt from your shoulders. Unburden yourself from the weight of your worries. Place the compass of your heart on the table. You won't need to know which direction it points to. You have arrived. Come, sit, break bread with me. Recollect the stones of your journey and I'll show you where I've been. Look at my hands. These lines trace themselves back to nameless rivers. Rivers skinned by dragonflies. Look at my face. These wrinkles curve themselves into forest paths. Paths that vanish into fog. Sit down. Break bread with me. Pour the wine of wanderlust into my cup. Tonight is not a night to be sober. Let's toast to triumphs and troubles, to tomorrows that will never arrive, to this very table for being sturdy enough to support our stories. Cheers. Cheers to the rain-dampened dreams of your past. Cheers. Cheers to the sun-soaked laughter of your childhood. Cheers. Cheers to the golden gleam smiles of your lovers. Now, let go. Break the stone of your memory. Let the pieces scatter on the table and hold each one up to the light. Opaque, iridescent, tumbled or faceted, hand over your most precious one. I promise, I promise to protect it, preserve it, pocket it. I will turn it over and over in my hand until my fingers memorize it. Like bone, like blood, like breath, like bone, like blood, like breath, like bone, like blood, like. <sighs> Ending our love, reunions, and being in the world series is someone who's known to the world as a rock star. But singer-songwriter Biff Naked is also an author, and she shares some of that side with us. Here's Biff Naked from Toronto, Canada.
Hi, I'm Viv Naked, and I am delighted uh, to say congratulations to Indian Summer Festival, first and foremost, on 10 amazing years. I feel incredibly lucky to have been any part of your festival over the years. And um, like the last time I spoke, uh, of course, we were in the beautiful Vogue Theatre at the time. I was so nervous and uh, I was uh, uh, very eager uh, to, to make everyone proud uh, to have me there. And now I am virtual. Well, we all are, I guess. And I'm uh, at home. I'm currently in Toronto and uh, it's, uh, this is my apartment. And this is where I work and uh, where I've been working on two books and trying to finish a new record. It's been a very interesting spring, I'm sure, for all of us uh, during this pandemic. Uh, but I feel very deeply connected uh, to everyone through, um, well, through Wi-Fi and through our online uh, relationships, which I honestly believe have probably deepened uh, for everyone. So it's very interesting times indeed. But um, uh, I hope everyone who is listening to this or viewing this is uh, in a place of safety and good health and uh, and in happiness. I'm going to read a couple poems to you. I have a book of poetry coming out. It's, um, well, a lot of it's kind of filthy, actually. Uh, you know, I am a rock and roller, so uh, I tend to pepper my language in that way. But I have some selections that I'd like to share with you. Um, and uh, I'm going to probably use my reading glasses because it just allows me to uh, to see the words better. <laughs> How, do you like them? Okay, um, let's begin. I want to uh, first, uh, I want to read something that is called Normal. I sent Jesus home to his land of swimming pools and muscle cars with ripe truffles and gulab jamun falling out of his mouth and my spit on his hip bone. Prayer for the broken girls in my weeping monotone as he strained to listen to my sung whispers. My heavy-lidded eyelash batting. I am the apple, not the snake. He reached for me and my red shiny skin. I just shivered in the tree branches of this place. I wait for his hunger, normal girl, holy man. Return to each other faithfully year after year, over years and lifetimes, forever and ever. Amen. The second, the second poem I'd like to read for you is called French Roast. No, it isn't. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I have so many papers. <laughs> okay, I found it. It was underneath the wrong paper. Here we go. This is my second poem uh, for today. This is called French Roast. 
My English ain't the thing that's broken. My heart is. Like your promises, broken. It's a wish, it's a dish against my head, and my tears wash the plate over and over for nothing. My words are soapy, my tongue is cut out, yet here I am washing out your mouth, washing your words, so true but unkind. I wish you were different and better, and I wish I was different, better, braver, meaner, smarter, but I am not. I can't burn you. And you aren't what burns me, the hot, hot coffee in my mouth. Okay, and now I would like to read you another poem. This one is called Al Pacino. We wake up underneath the table with the corners of the tablecloth in our mouths. Love's hangover, covering our fears, expelling shame, rationalizing the lies, the ties to very naughty people. Just like that, to our surprise, life has passed us by. I reel with shock and exist solely on dried figs. I want to be your woman, and you could be my jealous lover, passionate and burning like fire, just like my personal Al Pacino. Voila! Those are from me, <laughs> Hanji, indeed. <laughs> that is my poem, um, one, two, and three for today. And uh, again, thank you for asking me uh, to be here with you and read. And I hope that everyone has uh, an amazing summer ahead. And I predict eventually we will meet again when it is hugging season. Congratulations again, Indian Summer Festival. And uh, be well, everybody. <laughs>